0: It is Friday, the 12th of July 2019, and this is episode 357 of Digital Outbox. to a summary episode i am chris and ian is in the other seat
1: uh, by summer you mean sweaty
0: yeah it's a bit hot i had to shut my windows obviously to keep out all the noise of annoying people who aren't recording podcasts but yeah it's a bit hot in here now
1: how very dear they oh, you mm. need an ice cream
0: yeah maybe that'll be along in a minute it's about it's a key time uh, it's, key it's, ice cream time exactly um but Whilst we await with bated breath about whether the ice cream van is going to make an appearance on our podcast, let's talk about YouTube. Um, So they have been working on their recommendations um, to try and make them more relevant and give you more choice about what videos are getting added to your recommended lists. Um, There's lots of talk around, you know, there have been some incorrect recommendations or some basically dodgy recommendations coming up on this have you come across anything like this in your
1: youtube exploits the thing i find i find it quite unintelligent and if you watch one video of a certain thing it just bombards me with and here's another 50 Hmm. doesn't seem to kind of like realize that i watch different things and you know so i'll watch i don't know i'll watch like you know one video about you know climbing a hill in scotland and then mm-hmm. it's like you know it just seems to be dominated by you know and, a, a new gadget comes out um uh so i'm thinking back to d j little camera and it just bombarded me with and here's all the other reviews it's like i um, i lost all my i didn't lose my subscriptions obviously, but it's so, i, I it, they
0: definitely took a back seat a little while back and that caused a bit of a furore yeah
1: and and i just i just think you end up in a bit of a You know, it's almost a bit of an echo chamber. You watch one or two things, and then it's like here's everything about it and and yeah and it dominates
0: certainly chernobyl's been high on my list of recommended (laughs) videos (laughs) chernobyl and nuclear um uh, for for the last you know yeah maybe two weeks but it's still for me it still puts in the other interests that i've got so the motor racing side of things running side of things all comes in i actually find that i do discover content through the recommendations and i'm almost hoping that it doesn't fiddle too much with it um but it seems like they're going much more down the kind of um spotify netflix typey you know where they're looking at who you are and similar people to you and what else they watch as to recommend um, things to you. Um, But also just to say, uh, try and cut down on the, you know, videos of bad stuff that's coming across uh, as well in that. I I haven't noticed any particular problem with it. I know say that while back when they took away subscriptions and went more to recommendations was a, was a killer for some YouTube channels. But um, yeah, I think this is I, i'm not too fussed about this
1: the big thing for me was actually being able to say i don't want to see this channel or this guy mm. again and that's fair enough isn't it because nice there's, there's just certain annoying people that yeah you know from a tech review point of view it's like yeah i'm not interested I, in seeing your stuff you know, yeah. you know i've had the misfortune of watching one of the videos and they think oh you must have liked that hmm And it constantly is like, oh, there's this chat with this new... And it's like, no, just hide forever, please.
0: So apparently you can do that already, but it wasn't clear, and this does make that option a lot clearer. Yes. Which sounds like a good plan. Anyway, we'll keep an eye out on the rollout of that across all the devices and see how that ends up being. Um, Twitter has come out this here. We can say that they are going to um, hide tweets away that they say are rule-breaking, but they don't want to delete the user's account. So normally with a well, we'll call us normal people, they would just remove a tweet if it was found to be offensive or breaking any of their rules. They kind of were a bit woolly about what happened when it was, uh, say, the President of the United States of America, who's being offensive or inciting um, violence. They said, well, it was newsworthy. So that's why they didn't hide those contents away. So what they're going to do from now on is they are going to maintain the tweet but they're going to hide it behind a message and they're not going to promote that tweet on sort of standard searches or uh, within sort of normal um sort of generic feeds
1: it does feel like a trump rule Um, and they've they've
0: said it's nothing to do with one particular person
1: Uh, yeah (laughs) read into that whatever you like it's um and it's just back to the i mean I, i actually like i like politicians who tweet And don't just stay on message. So Mm -hmm. I'll give an example. So I I don't support SMP, but I like Sturgeon, who, you know, sort of Nicola Sturgeon. So so she tweets like a normal. So yes, she'll put things over, but then she'll be like, here's some books I recommend. And, Um, you know, well played Andy Murray, well played England football team. You know, she'll be like a a normal person using social media. And I know she's not not normal.
0: (laughs) Well, I I tend to think... It's normal assistant. I tend, yeah, to, I, well, I, agree.
1: I, I tend to think it's a bit like when Trump started to, went to see when he got president and he was tweeting and people were like, surely that's not him. And it's like, no, look at look at the way he reacts. It is him. He has got, you know, he's he's got his, you know, he's got you know the keys to that account and he's tweeting like a madman. Um, it,
0: it all comes down to, you know, just because you hide it away doesn't mean these things aren't being said. Um, So it's almost one of those things that you can make this pristine environment where, yeah, uh, you know, I feel safe and all that kind of stuff. But if a threat of violence has been made, then don't you almost want it to be public so that you can deal with it? rather than it just be immediately hidden away it's one of it, or, or if, if these bad you know people are coming out with uh, racist thoughts doesn't it want to be exposed so that we can actually deal with the cause of it rather than hide it all away tuck it away into the recesses which kind of we've seen quite a lot of bounce back recently um you know on, on various issues across by people feeling like they they're being told they can't talk about certain things you know you're not allowed you you can't say that and what other, and that people react against that so i don't it might make twitter more palatable um, but i don't think ultimately it solves the underlying problems that that we as the human race seem to be having more and more or certainly think that's the impression you get whether that's true or not to know
1: uh, and i think the, the problem with twitter is it's it's <laughs> I know this is going to sound really daft it reminds me of like the f1 rules at the moment you need to apply them consistently. Or it reminds me of like, you know, a football referee. You need to be consistent. And if you want to slightly bend the rules, then you need to be consistent about bending the rules. You know, so think of a referee allowing the game to flow and he'll allow some innocuous you know, little challenges. And then he'll decide, right, enough's enough. I'm now going to blow for that one. And it's like, but but you didn't blow for that one, which was was probably worse. But you didn't blow for that. And, and that's where I think Twitter right now still has a challenge where, you know, people have been, you know, they've been racially abused and they'll reply with a swear word at somebody, and they're the one that get the temp ban for five hours. Mm. And they'll find that the other person, well, we don't think that was. And, it, and it, it's like, and you're looking at it going, it was. You know, you look at the tweets, and it was like, it, it, it was. And I think that's the challenge that, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all these companies have. They're a social platform. They're, they are having to, um, you know, they are having to make decisions around what content's right. And... How That's many, how difficult. many,
0: how many times over the history of our podcast have we been talking about the same thing? Where I mean, tech it's... companies and companies in general being put in charge of what of being the moderator? Yeah, uh, and it's not, it's, it's, you know, they they can't <laughs> they can't be, or they they're put in that position, and they they constantly get things. They obviously the balance is very very fine balance and working out. Like I say, Apple eventually seemed to get over those issues, and they've maybe they've come to a you know a place where it seems to be okay they're not annoying developers and they're not annoying this that and the other and they yeah they ultimately i guess people get it right eventually but it is trial and error
1: and time will tell with this because this is so this only takes um, they're only going to do this after tweets sent 27th june and i guess it will be when trump eventually does say something that, that they go right we are hiding this yeah, he, they've he, said that
0: there's no predicted time at which they're yeah. going to apply this. Yeah. No,
1: but he, him, and his supporters will go absolutely eight. Yeah, it.
0: and they know that that's going to, you know, that's, that's the first shout they're going to get yeah. is of, you know, censorship and all that.
1: You know, and the challenge will be if they you know if they did like a, you know, if they did a Theresa May tweet and said what's well, inciting violence, and he tweets the same thing, and they, and you no, know, and and they don't. That, that's mm. the challenge.
0: 5G networks. Another one's been rolled out across some UK cities. So um, Vodafone have joined the party. Um, looks like Glasgow's involved. So are you are you speeding along?
1: Uh, no, I've no five G phone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it, it, you know it's all accelerating now, so we got lots of other cities that I'm not going to bother listing. No. Um, you know, five Gs <laughs> coming to you if you're in a city relatively quickly compared to to the rest of us, uh, and it seems like there's some nice sim only deals going on for data as well. Um, so you know,
1: the, the, the Vodafone have done something different. I was surprised at this. So the the three the three pricing options for sim only was unlimited max thirty pound per month and unlimited mobile access at speeds as fast as the device and i was reading that thinking well why wouldn't you but the next one down was 26 pound per month but they locked the speed Mm. which is i think the first time somebody's done like a sim like a, a deal based on we'll lock your speed it's a while since even broadband's
0: kind of done that. They broadband went to the we'll just have the fastest speed that's uh, you know available in your on your line. So I think Although that, we used to always have that speed limit. Don't forget, you know, used to be able to pay it, for higher did, speeds.
1: And, and Virgin still have the the kind of tiers. So Virgin will you know and my, my broadband's gone up another four quid a month. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lovely fiber outside. Let me use it. <laughs> um, the, but but it's the first time. I, and it was, it, I also I was surprised that the so it was like 30 unlimited, 26 unlimited, but the speeds at 10 and 23 and speeds of up to two. And I was like, the price difference doesn't seem that much. No,
0: I guess that's why they're just pushing you to, to take that exactly. top package.
1: So, um, so, because but, you know, 30 pound SIM only is
0: going to be fairly expensive if you're going to get the phone at the same time. I don't know how much that would be, but you're, you're probably talking your 50, 60 quid, Rach, I would have thought. Uh, yeah
1: so we're talking about if you so where was it 5g samsung galaxy s10 and a two-year contract at um, 1600 pounds there you go
0: but theoretically you've got as much data there as you need yeah all right well let's see how it all uh, we're going to see different players coming to the market with different different ideas it feels
1: like a year 18 months you know so you'll probably be you know, so there will be lots of people with you know the new you know the S tens, and they'll be like, "Yep, I've got you know really fast speeds." But I think it's going to take time. Um, well,
0: yeah. Plus, obviously, everything can be given unlimited at the moment because they know they're not going to chew up all the exactly. the bandwidth until they've got the the, the main populace yep. going. going
1: I, I I remember four G and three was, was going really well, and then it was like, no, this is a turkey. Then
0: all of us all of us people joined pretty much took away from your first
1: you know, I, I call it the great early un- adopters i call it the great unwashed they, <laughs> they joined they joined Come in me and ruin in, your party yep they joined me in my 4g bath and there was just wasn't <laughs> enough wasn't enough water for us all
0: it's like when everyone came over to the bins and they started getting <sighs> interfering with all those kind of things chris
1: well. chris that was glory days yeah
0: <laughs> British Airways, in fact, a couple of big data fines um, that we've been hearing about this this news cycle. Big fines. So British Airways have been given a £183 million fine for their breaches around losing data um and just to sort of conflate the two stories together also marriott hotel we heard of a while back that they'd lost a ton of guests data and they've been charged nearly or well, there's a notification that they're going to be um charged 99 million so this is these are the first um uh, sort of fines since we got the new GDPR rules, which unlocked much more ability to, for the regulator to fine. And this is going to be a massive eye-opener to companies to see that it wasn't just dual threat. They are um, going to implement these these fines. Um, previously, the biggest fine was half a million. Um, and now we're up to 183 million in one big step.
1: I want to say we talked about this in the podcast, but then I know we prattle on when we're like gaming and doing other stuff. So maybe we'd cover it then. But... I'm sure you were talking only a good few weeks, maybe a couple of months ago, just saying, you know, everybody made a big fuss about the new rules, GDPR, and the fines haven't changed, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just all noise, nothing happened. And then boom, and British Airways are not happy about this. They are, we are going to fight this legally. We yeah. they are not happy at the amount and believe they have been misrepresented. Mm-hmm. So um, There's
0: definitely going to be an element of the regulator... Starting to use its teeth that it's got. Um, I think I said before that though the the biggest thing was everyone got really super sensitive about putting out things like cookie policies and and this that and the other and got really they they focused on the wrong thing, which was wasn't about just saying what you're going to do with data. It was actually about protecting the data that you'd got. Um, and this, the, you know, the, I guess the regulators done the investigation and found that they were they didn't do what they needed to do. You know, effectively. You know they didn't protect that data with the amount of care and attention that they've been told they should do. Um, but I think the the biggest thing was it, it was the regulator did say you know talk to us ahead of time make sh-, you know uh, and then you won't have these problems because if you talk to us when you're thinking about implementing things we can tell you what you need to do to get it done. But certainly both of them are massive fines, um, and you know it'd be interesting to see what happens with those appeals. I just don't ultimately they're not as big a fines as they could be. I think this is one percent of. BA's turnover, not four percent, which is though so it could be four times as large as the fine they've been
1: given. Yeah, if, they, if they'd done the full four percent, it would have been um, around five hundred million. So, so clearly, it, and I think that's why because because this broke and it was I mean, it was big news, you know. And, and British Airways well, for
0: a, for a struggling British Airways,
1: <laughs> I am sure it's all you know almost crippling, yeah. And, and and so British Airways, it was big news, really defensive, and I think that's why it was, I am you know, pretty sure that it was a, a leak. Around the market, want to say, hey, you're not alone. Here's what's coming mm. next, um, and this is this is the level these fines are going to be at. We have the power now, and we will make you, we will force you to take you know people's data seriously.
0: Uh, and and that's that's it. The people firing you know, quick and loose with with people's data has to be a thing of the past. When their people are being faced with with fines like this, if you're making money from people's data and using data to make money, then you must protect it. Uh, you know, in a in a, you know, a well coordinated. I'm sure if it, if there weren't weaknesses in what they were, you know, the way they handled their data, then I, you know, I'm guess those fines wouldn't be because it's there's there must be a reasonable level at which, uh, you know, that there is you know there's always going to be an attacker who can steal data at some at some level, um, but yeah, we'll see. It's going this is going to grow and grow. I think Johnny Ive, he's bagged off, so he's left, um. Left Apple after 30 years, uh, but he's kind of saying, yeah, I've left, but I, I'm still going to work with him. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not a... It's obviously it's not a good thing for Apple. Um, I think certainly he's been considered to be quite a, a key person in their structures around their kind of revival in the early 90s. Um, I... D- yeah, I don't know what I feel about it really.
1: Um, maybe it's time they had some fresh ideas. So, so see if this had been ten years ago, I th- you know, I think it would have been a far bigger deal for Apple. You know, mm. if you if you had walked away, you know, and you know, considering what him and Jobs did, I think that would have been a far bigger story. It, it feels like they've been telegraphing this for a number of years. he you know, was away doing the um, Apple Park. You know, and he was focusing on that and he's away doing other little bits and pieces and doing other charity things elsewhere. And, and it, But you've it, got to ask why then, given that he could do all those things within his job
0: role or they were ex- willing to extend that job role to do all those extracurricular stuff, why does he suddenly feel the need to pop off and do his own extracurricular stuff? You
1: know, it doesn't and, make sense. And maybe it's, maybe it's, I don't know, is it time? Is it burnout? Is it that Apple couldn't, you know, you know, is, there, is, there a, is he looking at, you know, does he sit, in his house or in his office and go i want to do all these things and, and ultimately i'm just going to design the next you know kind of slab of glass that <laughs> You've you yeah, yeah yeah i've so done that
0: much? 20 times already Why yeah, do I do it,
1: you know me? if you think think back to the videos and you know, and, and there's been some amazing step changes that how many's team you know so it's not just how many's team have done um but you know once once i've done they are kinda of, kinda of almost like design icons and it's it's tweaks and small changes. It's uh we've shaved this off, we've you know taken a millimeter away, we've incrementally improved it. All all really great things, but you know, well, is it now
0: it, his his company Love From, is gonna find out how much money gets sunk in when you make that decision to shave a millimeter off <laughs> and he then is faced with the bill that's resulting from a redesign because of you know, he will find that when he's doing his own thing he is not gonna have. The ability to refine things to the level that he wants to refine them so like, he might have them on a drawing board but he's he's they're never going to come to reality because he's never going to have the the fund available to
1: to do that so, and the reason, like, that, the, the reason also i said when you said like he's still you know he's, he's like so what was the name of the first some some selenium love you just love said, from love from um you know like apple the their first you know first client it, that just feels like a kind of you know, like a I don't know a shareholder statement just to kind of reassure everybody yes, that we have yeah, not washed them, yeah, but yeah. but it I I I just don't I don't think we're going to I, see if we do see something it'll be something you know I don't know. Not, not significant. You know, it'll be something. I'm, I'm not saying it's not going to con but it's not going to be like the next iPhone. You know, you know, designed in partnership with Love from. I I mm. just can't see Apple doing yeah. that. Um, it's not there, not the way they're made. I could see it something like you know here's an accessory that we worked with Love From on you know some you know yeah. is a you know I don't know something that I, I'm trying to think of something relevant. You know,
0: that I'm looking at, my... What, my... whatever it would be again, it'll develop in time. You're right. Yeah. I don't, yeah, you, you, I don't think Apple are going to want to say this is another firm now no. who is designing our products. Uh, and equally, I can see where he's coming from. Potentially, he wants to, he just wants to expand, he wants to be creative, right? And actually, when you're creative and you've got that guy inclined, you'll see loads of problems all around you, and he's just not allowed, you know, effectively he's been in that tech bubble but maybe he wants to solve something outside of tech who knows maybe he wants to go and solve hospitals and you know nice good stuff like that i think i
1: think of the big iconic things he's done as well i mean i think back to the kind of you know that first iMac the kind of bondi iMac that 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 totally changed the whole industry away from beige boxes because everything was a beige box
0: every single tv program as soon as that came out Didn't
1: you know all those fake computers you have in the yeah, background yeah, they all ended yeah. up being OMAX because yeah, they all yeah. look so funky yeah um you know i, I look at the kind of you know because i remember the can of um the kind of clamshell laptops that were similar, mm-hmm. and then the, the power book came out and you're just like oh my god that's... do you remember the little pixar type um yeah uh, yep. remember, yeah um, that, and, and even you no know, ipod you know it's like you, you look at a music player and when that came out i mean i that was the first thing that i desperately wanted from apple and it, and it didn't work in windows and i was i was loath to moving over and then i was like nah, i need this i really do need this <laughs> and i remember that was the that was almost the gateway drug because they yep. brought out the windows remember that whole the best windows app have and it's called itunes and all that kind of stuff and then um, but yeah. having that first ipod oh, was the, great
0: the days that ipods had hard disks actual had, physical yeah, <laughs> spinning hard. discs. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Glory So, so there's definitely been some amazing, you know, iconic designs that have shifted a, an industry. The click wheel. God. And there's been some turkeys in there as well. But oh, of course, <laughs> they are always a turkeys. I, I, I think you know it's like you said. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get a new design language. I, I don't think some of the software kind of you know avenues that they took them down five years ago. I think they needed a change because they were still in that. You know, you know, everything had to look. You know, like a toaster or everything had to have shadows and needed stitching and all that kind of stuff. They were they were away down a path that felt it needed maybe a he refresh. found
0: the fallacy of going all out for dark mode and that's been their biggest selling point at their last two conferences. Maybe 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 you just thought I don't want to be part of this anymore.
1: And some hit <laughs> me over the edge. And someday it works and I want this up and I want a kind of dark mode version. It's like no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: no. Uh Bananas Zoom video floor. So this is Zoom video, oh. a conferencing uh, application. Uh, and on the, on Mac, turns out that uh, in the background, when you install this software, it installed a web server and someone figured out how they could uh, manipulate that web server to turn on your camera um, with, without you having to click anything, just basically can turn your camera on. Um, uh, this was highlighted to Zoom. Zoom kind of looked at it and went, yeah, we can see that's a problem, but it's not a really big problem. Um, and then now this has been sort of released wider, and I think people have accepted that it's a fairly big problem. Because even when you uninstall Zoom, it still
1: doesn't uninstall the bit of software that's causing the problem. I, I think Apple had a chat, because cause Zoom initially said it's not a problem. And then within a day, they put out a patch that removed the web server, Um said that would never happen again. And Apple also used their ability to silently install updates to remove the, the web server mm-hmm. um, without telling anybody. So I reckon I reckon somebody had a call. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> um, because the, the vulnerability was, I mean, as I said, the, I mean, the, the proof of concept they showed was basically you could, the, the, the journalist showed that he it was, it was joining other people's calls. And they were like, what What the hell? What's, mm-hmm. And they were all confused. Um, and to have to have a you know a, a web server basically there that they can then just install onto and run against was pretty bad
0: it's an annoying leech of computer resources anyway it's it's no wonder my laptop keeps going into hype of fan mode every now and again when I'm guessing all these things of I got seven web servers open stealing threads that Yeah. That, yeah, you know, that's 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 the annoying thing
1: about it. Thankfully I've that. never used them I've never used them. So I have. So there all we right, go. Good, good
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> um the you know, as yeah. We'll we'll sure we'll follow along um if it sounds like that's all been resolved now, anyway. but uh, apple itself has had some issues with its walkie-talkie app um and it's been told that there is a vulnerability so it has quietly put well not quietly it has pulled it temporarily while it does some quick fixes
1: Quite quick embarrassing because they have spent the privacy. last two three years saying that we really protect your privacy unlike everybody else so that's <clears throat> this is quite an embarrassing one but it,
0: it's didn't they say it's not be it's a it's just been notified as a possible vulnerability? They don't it know has, that it's available in it the has. world, and at least they haven't done a Zoom thing and said well, it's not that serious. You know, yeah, someone can turn your camera on.
1: I, and and I was going to um, one of the other stories that was going around this week was the um, Google admitting that there's there's fifteen or twenty percent of your, you know your your, your uh, the uh, Google speaker. What's Google's thing called? The HomePod it no that's the apple one whatever google home we'll call it google, uh, home. I think it's google wrong, home. but the um you've got like five of them got, sitting next to you
0: i've got one <laughs> <And> i <it's>... just <laughs> i'm going to go into store that oh, i've spelt it wrong now oh, anyway, dear. carry on carry and on.
1: um basically admitted that there was um you know 10 to 15 percent of the conversations happened were being listened to and monitored by humans People so there's nest
0: and... hub or it's just a yeah just nest isn't home it? hub wasn't it? home hub yeah and Ooh. google home was the was the standard speaker yes yeah. but they're, they're having people uh, yeah listen to they're saying this is own, they're only listening to ones where you actually physically you know say the words which i can't say because i've got one sat next to me um uh, so they called? would only listen to them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they would only listen to that so it's not that serious guys but they are listening anyway yeah Uh, and they're doing it to make sure that things are understood and it is working for all dialects is their argument and i'm sure somewhere in the terms and conditions it says that's exactly what is going to happen so
1: so apple as you said apple done the right thing there's no evidence that it's been you know the vulnerability has been taken advantage of but still pretty bad i actually think walkie-talkie is a pretty bad it's a, you, it's a nice well, idea. why did
0: they do it <laughs> is it just for funkiness
1: it's a nice idea but we as soon as we enabled it we turned it off because it's like that that ability that somebody could just while i'm in a meeting just say something outside the meeting <laughs> and it would just play was is just... that how it works i don't know how it works is it, so you've got no choice it's coming through so so we've both got apple watches we enable walkie talkie on it you think fine and you do a little bit Hi, Chris, and it just plays and you think that's great. And maybe maybe like a walkie talkie, you might be out and about and you do want that just to say I'm here. So or, it's
0: when you forget to turn it back off like. So if you don't going... turn it off,
1: you know, I could be you know, you could be sitting with I don't know, the Pope and um I'm sitting outside and I and I go, you know, Pope's a bit of a bam, isn't he, Chris? And it just plays. <laughs> okay. And you can't you can't not play it. It's once it's on.
0: So so you so you have to physically say, right, I'm not playing walkie talkie anymore.
1: Uh, Yes, you need to disable the ability to for me and you to be walkie talking with each other.
0: Hmm. Fair enough. So yeah, (laughs) so that doesn't sound ideal. Uh, Apple has updated some of its entry level um, offerings just in time for the back to school kind of promotion, so you'll see them pushed out everywhere. Um, But the MacBook Pro is going to have a bump. the 13 inches also getting up updated keyboards which hopefully solve some of the dust issues um and bumps in processor yeah, and t2 security chips going in as well
1: uh, yeah so interestingly the, the bump in processor and also a, a small price drop um and, and the bump the bump should be good uh, good enough uh, the, the air what's just coming out today is the SSD is slower, but they reckon nobody in real world is really going to use it. And again, that's probably why they can drop the price if we went for a, a probably a cheaper SSD solution. Um but just when I mentioned SSD, the other thing they did, which was kinda quiet, they updated the pricing of all the SSD SSD upgrades across all the platforms. And a lot of them dropped to like half the price. Because Apple yeah, were always like, greedy. Yeah. I'd call it around, you know, memory and you know SSD upgrades and so quite a significant. You know, if you're if you're about to buy an iPad, not an iPad, um, an iMac, and you know it, it's
0: it's SSD becomes more viable,
1: basically. Absolutely, rather than doing because I think a lot of people are trying to do the third party route, and you and it's you know people people need more space.
0: Yeah, I think I, I, I it's it's such an emerging technology, and the technology is now becoming mature. So, of course, you're going to see those price drops from where they where they started. Um, so, I guess they have to pass those on, especially as they want people to use SSD because it makes their products more relevant and long longer. You know, they're more relevant on the speed basis anyway. It certainly helps. It's probably one of the biggest speed boosts that you've been able Absolutely. to have in recent years.
1: Absolutely, it still it still boggles me that the Mac Pro that's going to cost like ten grand to start with, whatever it was comes with 256 gig. It's mm. <laughs> just such such so miserly. Miserly. Good word.
0: Amazon Google have sort of parked some of their differences. I would say nearly all of them, but not all of them. Uh around I, we we talked a while back. I can't believe it was this long ago we were talking about it, but they had a spat around they were um Amazon wasn't properly showing adverts when it was using YouTube content on their Amazon show uh youtube and or google ended up saying right well <laughs> we're not going to have uh, youtube on your product then and then amazon pulled all their chromecasts and all their products from the amazon shopping stores so it was a bit tit for tat tat for tit and it you know bit bit like the escalations in uh, trade wars going on around the world at the moment um no one benefits uh everyone and it looks like most of those things are coming back so amazon is now uh stocking chromecasts although not all their other stuff um and various and and Google is now having a prime video on things like the, the their devices. So we're getting back to a equilibrium, but there's still some st- stuff clearly left hanging around. I don't think YouTube's back on the Amazon show, is it? I'm guessing because they still haven't fixed the advert thing.
1: Uh, no, it's not. And equally, Amazon's not selling um, smart speakers or screens. Yeah, okay, so. So there's,
0: yeah, so there's still a little bit left over. But nevertheless... I think the directions set now and maybe they're just finishing those final two bits off. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Another Amazon story. So NHS partnership um with Amazon. So you can now speak to your Echo and ask it um sort of health related questions and that goes off to then talk to the NHS website. So it's actually got a you know, a deep integration there so that it's you know directed towards the NHS website which you would have thought was a good source of information but it has caught up a lot of stink where people are saying fine okay it is talking to the NHS website but it's going via Amazon which is a company which has designs on the health market what are the protections on the fact that this is all going through the Amazon network to get out to the NHS website what protections are in place for that um, and I guess some people think it's a storm in a teacup because effectively it's just uh, using voice to search the nhs website which is all information that's there anyway but then other people are to say highlighting the fact that it does mean a third-party organization is grabbing all that data about what people are worried about in the health sphere uh, and that kind of data is you know is quite important especially when that company is is wants to do a targeted advertising and and is you know in the business of selling some of that data and stuff like that so yeah that's that's in a nutshell, that's what's been going on with uh, the NHS and Alexa.
1: Um, it's a difficult one. It's To me, it sounds a sensible thing to do. And in my head, I'm thinking, is it any different to me Googling for that information?
0: And it's not really, is it? Google is another third-party organisation, has designs on health. It's data that's going through some third-party organisation to get to the NHS website uh, and then give deliver that information back to you.
1: So unless the NHS, and this is this is what I was kind of wrangling my head. Unless the NHS themselves wanted to, you know, we're the only provider of that, and we'll start selling some, you know, smart speaker service, and and, and which they're not, not going to do. No. Yeah. So so it's it's like what what do you want? You know, it's the same with, you know, do you stop putting that app on Android? You know, do you stop putting that? You know, do you make it non googleable? Do you? You see, you can only get there with a you know, via DuckDuckGo. You know, it's it's like, what do you do? It's, people are going to use the technology. Um, our our doctor's surgeries and our hospitals are already overcrowded. Um, Doesn't mean we shouldn't think about the consequences
0: of doing it, though. No, and and also, and also by by thinking about it ahead of time and being a bit proactive with the putting pressure on companies, it makes sure that they they don't do anything particularly dodgy because they know they're facing scrutiny over it.
1: And and that's I agree with you, Chris. I I stand with you. I think that's where the th- I think the, the the problem with the voice services, almost like the terms and conditions are just gone now. And I know I know you could argue people would scroll by them on a the phone or scroll by them on a the web Yeah, they've gone anyway. Yeah. And and even like when you sign a mortgage, most of the time you're just like, I've got I sign? You know, so you 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 don't look through all the terms and conditions. Most people don't, but they don't really exist now in these voice assistants. You just stick on a. A new skill, or uh, you know, an Amazon, and away you go. You know, it's it's, yep. it's, it's there's not much, not much. Thought. Yeah,
0: the, uh, uh, and when it gets to court cases, which it will do, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that. It's going to come back much more to the common law, isn't it? It's going to be not necessarily about what the terms and conditions are, it's what that person understood it to be. And obviously, everyone has different understanding of of what it is to use these services and these you know these these technologies. Nintendo Switch Lite has been announced. This is effectively, if you can imagine, a Nintendo Switch but with the Joy Cons built in, and then your inability to hook up to your TV—that's pretty much what this is. Um, so it's designed that it plays all the same games, but you only in a mobile environment. Um, and people have sort of said it's pretty funky.
1: Uh, yeah, I still, <laughs> I, I still love that the fact that the new um, president of Nintendo America is Doug Bowser. Anyway, <laughs> it, just gets me, it just makes me chuckle every it's time. It's brilliant. Um, it actually looked quite a smart product. Um, a bit bizarre, it's still called a Switch because there's nothing switchable about it. But but um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I canvassed a few folk at work who don't have one, but they're, they're gamers. And one of them was like, yeah, my my son's desperate for a Switch and I ain't paying 300 quid for it. Mm. I was like, well, this is 200. And I think that's the only thing it's, you yeah, are getting less um but just... i pref-
0: i much preferred you i have to say i have much preferred using mine on the tv i just i mm. i don't like mobile gaming as much mm. as i thought i would uh i was much more tethered much more tethered
1: uh, yeah uh, and i'm much the same uh so but then you know maybe if it's a five you know six year old kid and i just want to you we know, in the bedroom. or sit sitting in the back of the car. Or well, I mean,
0: it means you can take it on holiday, doesn't it? It's exactly. just one of those convenient things, um, it? and it keeps them quiet for a bit, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and display smaller, but but same resolution. Um, so they're
0: saying it's the kind of the size is the same size as the current Switch. If you took off one of the Joy Cons, that can just yeah. scaled it down by that much. So yeah. took the took the corner handle and scaled it in a little bit with proportional scaling, and there you go. You've got your Switch light, There you go. Um, and that's
1: out September 20th, and it is a proper £200 in UK as well.
0: And you know it's going to sell. It's going to sell out. Yeah. So I would get your, if you want one, get your order in, because Nintendo rarely doesn't sell out things. So.
1: And it's surprising, because that's, um, you know, March 2017. Yeah, it's a long time. You know, so you're coming up to almost two and a half years.
0: But Nintendo a proof, if there ever was proof, that it's games that count. You no know, not ultimate hardware specifications and uh, certainly i would say that they have had more of the latest generation 10 out of 10s than any other platform uh, and all the other platforms have much far higher you know pixel counts and rendering abilities but the focus on the games and and the scores
1: come hear that microsoft
0: mm-hmm. don't want 8k just want good 4k with games that actually work
1: absolutely hear that microsoft
0: <laughs> that is all of the content we have for today um got a pick nope. i haven't got a pick no picks we need to go and watch the tennis so i will say if you want to find out more about us digitaloutbox.com. outbox.com website info at digitaloutbox.com for email twitter digital Outbox. i am on twitter as cheesy uk ian where do we find you nowadays um oh uh iandick.com, that'll do iandick.com. there we go thank you very much everybody and we'll speak to you again soon Bye bye that's right. mm-hmm.